How's it going, lovebirds? You are now listening to the Good Relationships Podcast. This is episode three of season two. And like I always prefer to do, I'm just going to go straight into the topic. Today's topic is always work on yourself, no matter what. No matter if you're in a relationship, just make sure that you're constantly working on yourself. It's tough to do that when you're meeting someone new and you're involved with someone, even, you know, long-term relationships. You get caught up in them. You know, you get caught up in the fuzziness, the all the care and the mushiness of love and liking someone and you know just going out and doing all those things you're spending your money you're having fun you're all the all the stuff you know all the stuff um <clears throat> but you have to remember that that's only the beginning that's only the beginning of something that you may have with someone and what they really liked you for was all of the things that you were most likely doing when they met you you know the drive that you had the intensity that you had when you first met them, you know, the ability for you to show such care and compassion. But it's <clears throat> it's tough for people to still have that when they spend so long, like so much time with someone, you know, or when they get so involved with someone that they feel like they've experienced all of them. <clears throat> so how do you prevent that? You prevent that by working on yourself. If you're constantly working on yourself and transforming yourself, evolving, then there's no way that someone will ever get bored of you. They won't get tired of you, especially when you're doing it with such intensity of creating change for other people around you and most likely them, the person that is special to you. And what's an example of that? So if you're the kind of person who is maybe entrepreneur minded or you you know you're working in your workplace and you may even be involved with someone at your workplace when they're first observing you you know they're they're observing your work ethic they're observing how you treat people they're observing how you respond to things you know it's not they're not observing the way you treat them quite yet in terms of a relationship they are looking at how you're treating other people and taking that information and saying, okay, maybe they'll treat me good because I have all of this information that says that they will treat me good. So, you know, when you're involved and you're treating someone with such kindness and love, you know, those things can start to fade away early into the relationship or a little bit later, basically when you get comfortable. So, If you're the kind of person who has experienced that, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, you're involved with someone and things are going extremely good. You know, you have the the highs, the, the, the early stages of really liking someone. And then when shit hits the fan, you got to like reevaluate everything. You know, you have to reevaluate the relationship. You have to reevaluate the person because you're starting to see different sides of them. 
and it may be something that you don't like. It may be something that you're not really ready for. And how do you get over that? You know, you know, first you get over that by always having a place in your mind where you're focused on you and your goals and your intentions to create a better life for yourself. Maybe that's having them in in your life. But at the same time, you're always prepared. You're always prepared for, okay, what is life like as an individual? Does that mean that you are constantly thinking, oh, I'm single forever? No, it doesn't. Doesn't mean that I have to think selfishly all the time. No, it doesn't. It means that as you are continuing to become the best person that you can be, the person that you are involved with will constantly recognize that and appreciate that. And the goal is that they will do the same, you know? So when things start to hit the fan, you're prepared for it just in case, you know? Just in case you guys need to take some time apart. You're not you're not lost. You're not backtracking. You're not going back to a place where time has kind of skipped because you're thinking, well, I've given so much time to someone that now I have to start fresh or I have to start from a different place because I took so much time off. No, if you're focusing on your individual skills and your individual abilities and individual goals and individual talents, you know, all of those things, if you're working on those things while you're building this relationship, then there will never be a point where where if things hit the fan or if you guys take time apart or if you guys want to, if you want to share that part of yourself with them, you're prepared for that, you know? And what is this going to do in the long run? You know, in the long run, you're going to always make sure that you're good, you know, that you're you're in a place where you're safe, you're secure, your finances are on point. Like these things matter, you know, you got to make sure that your spiritual life is on point. Your physical life is on point. You know me. Sorry, on point. <laughs> um, just make sure that all of these things are lined up so that you can be making the best version of yourself at all times. And I'm telling you, that is something that comes off as so attractive. When you see somebody who's grinding every day, when you see somebody who has their own things, when you see somebody who is you know, working towards their dreams and goals every day, you know, you think like, okay, this is something that I can do every day because I see someone else doing the same thing every day. And that just makes you feel more good, especially if you're the person is that's giving that energy off. So if you're giving that energy off and your significant other is the one receiving that energy of, wow, he's working their, their you know, his butt off or she's working her butt off, I need to do the same. You know, that's a good look. That's always a more attractive look, you know, and that's something to be proud of. So, you know, keep that in mind when you're starting these relationships, when you're making friends out here, when you're seeking these relationships, when you're not seeking these relationships. You know, something that you can always do is keep yourself ahead by always working on yourself. So that's all I got for you for part one. And as always, stay blessed, not stressed.
Welcome back to the Good Relationships Podcast. So, in part one, we talked about working on yourself. Part two, I'm honestly just going to give you some tips on how I myself have worked on myself and how you can work on yourself and just some ideas that you can, you know, take into everyday life and start right now if you want to. So, you know, something that you can do to work on yourself as an individual, even if you're in a relationship, is literally getting a notebook and writing down all the things that you want in life. You know, it doesn't take that long. It's not that hard to do. And you do have time to do it. You know, (laughs) I know you're busy. I know you got a lot of things going on. I know there's a lot of things that most likely distract you. But this here is important. It's important for you to get a notebook and write down the things that you want in life so that you constantly have in mind these things when you're going throughout your day. So if you're out and about and you have these things in mind, you notice the opportunities that can lead to these things. So keep that in mind first. Get a notebook, write down exactly what you want. And by exactly, I mean word for word, exactly what you envision and what you imagine you know, and it has to be the things that will make you happy. And of course, it can be something as simple as a big house in California with a beautiful view. And I'm with the most amazing spouse. We have an amazing kid and we are successful we are financially stable, you know, all of these things. I'm healthy. You want to expect these things so that you are actually working towards them. You know, if you're, if you're going throughout your day and you don't have some kind of life goal, if you don't have some kind of vision of where your life is going, then where are you going? You know, that's really something to think about. If you don't have a destination and you're driving, then where are you going exactly? And, and and if that's the case, then, you know, how can you really even say that you're utilizing your time in the best way possible? Or are you just kind of giving or taking what the day is giving you? And what does that even look like? That looks like you waking up every day and you reliving the same exact day over and over. Same exact habits same exact sayings that you're using all day, hanging out with the same people, which is okay, you know, but just just doing the same things to where it's rinse, wash, repeat. You're not really switching it up. You're not really adding on value to your life. And yeah, that's okay to be at a place where you, you feel safe, but you have to remember that if you're at that place, that means that certain parts of your life are most likely slipping away. So if you wanted that big, um, you know, promotion or you want to lose this amount of weight or you want to gain this amount of muscle or you want to start this business and you want to be this wealthy or you want to have this kind of family, it's like the, the longer you stay in place, the farther away those things are getting, you know, are slipping away from you and its chance of becoming a real thing in your life. So I say that because you have no idea how much time you have 
on this earth. You have no idea how much time you have with the people that you care about, and you have no idea how much time it will take for you to make these things manifest. So the only thing that you can do is start right now. You have to start right now because if you don't, no one will. And I'm telling you that as much as the people care about you do in your circle, in your life, they are not as focused on your goals as you are. And if they are, then that's a problem. You know, you should always care more about your life and care more about what your life can do for the people around you, how many people you can help, because there are some things that only you can do in life. There are only some stories that you can write, that you can tell. There are only some books that you can write. There are only some songs that you can write that you can sing a certain kind of way. There's only some art that you can produce. You know, there's certain talents and skills that you have been blessed with that only you can provide to the world. And you owe it to the world to provide those things. You may not think so, but there's a a specific reason why you were born with the gifts and talents that you have and it's to share with other people. It's to help people. It's to heal people. It's to, you know, make people smile. It's to, uh, it's so people can relate to you. It's so that you can create a community of people that, you know, really understand each other because that's, that's literally how you can make change in the world. So <clears throat> keep that in mind. You are not a small person at all. You are a gifted and beautiful and amazing individual. That is for sure. And I'm telling you, there's something that if I ask you this question, what is your special thing that you can offer to the world? If I ask you that and something doesn't pop up in your mind, then that's something that you really do need that notebook for. You need to think about that and you need to you know write that down so that you can start to really focus your life around those things to to you know <clears throat> create the lifestyle that you want. But if something did pop up in your mind, then that's step one. It's taking that thing and reevaluating your life and saying, okay, this is something I see myself doing for the rest of my life. How do I take this thing and how do I, <clears throat> one, work on myself enough to where I can make this thing support my, myself and my family financially and I can do it every single day because it's something that I love to do. So that can be, if you're a singer, it's like, okay, maybe I'm singing as a music artist, maybe I'm giving singing lessons to kids, you know, maybe I'm writing music for other people. There's so many things. Maybe I'm an artist and how can I use my art skills to uh, help people out? You know, how can I make a living with my art skills? Is it something I love to do every day? And how can I offer it to help people? So that would be the equation I would kind of look at. I would say, okay, how can I do what I love and how can I do what I love to help people? And if you just think about those things every day, if you focus on those things, then I promise you, you will create so much value for people that somebody will pay you to do it. I remember hearing a story about Scott Storch and when he was a kid, basically he... 
he <laughs> played the piano so well that he got invited to a friend of his dad's party. So his friend's dad invited him to a party to play for his audience. And he played so well that he gave him $100 as soon as he was done playing. So he didn't know that he was going to receive compensation for that. He was just doing the thing that he loved. And at the end of that, he shocked so many people. He gave them so much value that they paid him for it. Now, Scott Storch obviously has made multiple millions off of doing that same thing that he loved. He didn't switch his path at all. He didn't switch his skill. All he did was increase his aptitude and and increases and he increased his ability to do that thing that he loved. So he got better at playing the piano. He got better at recognizing music and the more he got good at it, the more people paid him for it. So it works like that with everything. You know, master your craft. Master whatever it is that you're falling in love with as a thing that you want to do for the rest of your life. The other thing that you can start to do to work on yourself is focus on your physical. You may not think about it this way, but your health is all that you have. No matter how much money you have, no matter how many material things that you have, Your health is all that you got. It can all be taken away at any moment. So you have to really reconsider how important your health is. You may be someone who is constantly going out and, you know, eating fast food all the time. And I'm not knocking your fast food hustle at all, but I'm just saying that when you want to be more productive, when you want to save a little bit more money, when you want to, you know, focus a little bit more on your your mental health and your physical health, it, it makes more sense to kind of figure out what your body needs specifically and then to give it exactly that. You know, you want to feed your body with exactly what it needs, the nutrients that it needs, the vitamins, the <clears throat> the things that keeps it going, the fuel. That way, when you do have these ideas, when you are doing the things that you love, that you can do them longer, that you can do them with more peace of mind. You know, a lot of people don't understand, but the kind of foods that you're eating, it's it's affecting your mental health also. Whenever you eat a large meal, and you'll recognize this tomorrow because... Or today, if you're listening to this, because it's Thanksgiving uh, holidays, and you're going to eat a lot of food, and you're going to put yourself into... A, <laughs> we call it the itis where I'm from. You're going to put yourself into a place where you're, you're so tired because your insulin levels are, are probably so high and you're going to be putting yourself to sleep. You're not going to be thinking, what can I do to make myself a better person? You're going to be thinking, wow, I'm so full. Oh, I need to go lay down. You know, and you're going to wake up and you're going to probably do that over and over and over. And If not, then you're probably going to submerge yourself into entertainment and you're going to get lost in that. And some people never get out of that cycle. They never get out of the cycle of eat, entertainment, more pleasures, work, complain about work, eat, 
entertainment, more pleasures, you know? So it's important for you to have some kind of balance. I'm not saying all of those things are bad. I'm just saying that too much of that without a balance can affect you in the long run, especially your mental health, you know? And you may be the person that doesn't know what to do when it comes to your physical health. And I would recommend literally going on Google or any kind of resource that you have accessible to you and just figuring out, you know, what my body type is, figuring out where you want to take your body and just starting from home. You know, you don't need money. You don't have to have a gym membership. There's so many YouTube videos that show you how to work out from home. There's so many books, articles. There's just so many websites that show you how to do it. So many apps on your phone that can help you get started. You know, there's there's not really much of an excuse, you know. So as long as you're doing something to progress yourself, then it's going to pay off in the long run. You may not think that it's actually benefiting you today because you're not seeing those results immediately. But I promise you that two months, three months, four months down the line, you'll be happy that you started today. So keep that in mind. Get started today. Work on your physical health because your mental health will thank you for it also. Work on your mental health for sure. Make sure that you know you're you're keeping your water intake high. You're staying hydrated. Make sure you're staying away from the negativity. Steer clear from people who are constantly bringing negative things to your life. If there's someone who's keeping you down, who's bringing, you know, unwanted situations to your your uh <laughs> into your life, you probably want to steer clear from those people. I know you want to help those people out a lot, but there's a, a term that I believe it's uh, Napoleon Hill who said it, it's, you know, avoid the unlucky. And that could be in uh, 48 Laws of Power also. It's avoid the unlucky. So if you're the kind of person who spends a lot of time alone and you're that negative person, then you probably got some things that you need to work out from your past, some relationship stuff most likely, um, some things that you probably need to forgive people for. Whatever those things are, you should start working on those because if you're the kind of person who's harboring those emotions, who's harboring that hate maybe, that frustration, that sadness, and it's it's for someone that may have hurt you or someone that's no longer in your life, you have to start to deal with those things. You know, maybe seek therapy. Maybe seek someone out who can understand what you're going through. You know, seek these people out. Seek these healing mechanisms because it's important for you to get your mental health back to a place where you can function in everyday life. You know, we we need more people out here who are not stuck. And if you're not stuck, then you got to be in a place where you're helping other people get unstuck. So going off of the mental health, your spiritual health is important also. And I'm not saying that you have to believe in something, but I am saying that it's important for you to be 
able to feel connected to, to something that is of a higher purpose, maybe of higher calling, or maybe it's God, maybe it's Buddha, maybe it's some kind of something that you're connected to that you that is just so large that you just feel it, you know, because those things, when you don't have any more strength in, in your present moment, when you don't really feel like you have much to give you drive or energy, those are the big things that can really pull you out of those slumps. When you don't feel like you have anyone else, when you don't feel like you have anyone that you can rely on or talk to, those are the moments you you really dig deep into your spiritual. Some people are so connected with their spiritual that <laughs> that nothing phases them. You know, they're they're constantly in a state where they are unfazed by the silliness of today. Like their their reactions, their their ability to overcome obstacles mentally and physically is crazy. You know, people who can walk through walk on needles or walk through fire or um who can meditate for such a long time things like that, you know. People who are giving their lives for causes that basically are death missions, you know. There's some people who are considered martyrs because they feel so strongly spiritually about their purpose. So I'm not saying, you know, go out there and, you know, drink the Kool-Aid, but I am saying like when you when all else fails, connect with your spiritual side. You know, you're not just a a bag of flesh like you are someone special. You know, you have a lot inside you and and you should know that above everything else. Um lastly, <laughs> we're going to look at the emotional ways to work on yourself. So Every every single day, you're going to be f- like in front of situations that's going to affect you emotionally. And by emotionally, I mean look at your feelings. Whenever you're dealing with a situation, do your best to go back inside and ask yourself, how do I feel right now? Do I feel good? Do I feel bad? Do I feel sad? Am I frustrated? What is the situation teaching me about myself? And how do I feel emotionally? Because these things are indicators and they can really guide you. They can guide you to the right people. They can guide you towards the right places. You know, they can guide you to make the right decisions. It's important for you to really get to a place where you're able to understand your feelings and that you avoid the things that make you feel bad in life and that you start to add more things into your life that make you feel good. And the best way to simplify that is, you know, removing some people that may be causing you to feel bad, removing the the um, environments that you're going to that are making you feel bad. This could be your job. If it's school and you have no way of getting out of it, then you may have to change something about that environment to make it a better situation for you. Um, If it's work, it may not be the job for you. It may not be the career path for you. If it's a person, it may not be the person for you. 
if it's anything, if it's um, the food that you're eating, if you're eating a certain kind of food and it makes you feel bad, that may not be the food for you. You may be lactose intolerant and you're eating cheeseburgers or drinking milk and you're wondering why you have a stomach ache. That's a question. How do you feel? Oh, I don't feel the greatest when I drink milk, so I should probably avoid it. How do you feel when you are at the gym and you're, you, you know, you're working so hard that you're starting to feel your muscles ache? It's like, okay, you know, one is building your muscles correctly. The other is maybe you're going too hard. You know, maybe you shouldn't put yourself in a place where you're causing injury to yourself. Yes, working hard, no days off. We, we all get it. But once again, your health is most important. Once you're in a place where you're in the hospital or you're not able to properly use your, your body the way that you want to, then you, you're, really, you're, you're really taking time from yourself and the things that you wanted to do from the beginning. So if you're trying to be this amazing athlete and you're going too hard to the point where you cause an injury, then that's, that's a setback. It doesn't mean that you can't get back on and come back even stronger, but it's still a setback. It's going to put you in a place where you don't necessarily want to, you don't want to be there. So whatever it is that you're feeling that you're doing, be conscious of it. Be conscious of your emotions. Be conscious of the situations that are making you sad constantly. Why are these things making me sad? And you have to figure out exactly why so that you can know exactly how to change it so you can change the course. And once you know how to change the course, then you can start to change the habits. You can start changing, you know, what you're doing to be in these situations. Am I am I working all day and then afterwards, am I going to this um, <clears throat> this McDonald's or this food place that is on the way back home? And if so, how do I change that? Because I don't like the way that I feel when I eat these fast foods. And I, I don't feel enough energy when I'm leaving work for whatever reasons. So maybe a real life example of changing that would be, okay, maybe I prepare my food during out the week or when I get home. That way, when I wake up in the morning, I, I have foods prepared for me that are giving me energy throughout the day. Once I have better energy throughout the day, I'm no longer having a certain attitude with certain people throughout the day. Maybe now I'm in a better mood, which is causing a more productive and healthy work environment. And that is also bringing me better results in my, in my work life, which, in, which once my work life is a bit better, I'm leaving way better. And I don't really feel like I want to stop at this, this place to eat this food. Instead, I feel good enough to go home and cook myself dinner because I know just how good it made me feel the night before and the night before and the night before. And you get my point. So you want to keep putting yourself into these habits that are causing really good life situations for you. And once you're in a place where you're creating nothing but good life situations for you, then you can, you know, you can take a moment and really think like, wow. Now, how can I help someone else or what can I really do now that I know that I can change my life in this way? How can I challenge myself to, to become an even better person, to become a better individual? And that's all it takes. You want to keep working on yourself as an individual. 
even if you're in a relationship, if you're not in a relationship, if you're thinking about being in a relationship, constantly have different ways to better yourself and give more value to the people around you because this is something that you deserve to do. This is something that you owe the world. That's all I got for you. Thank you, Lovebirds, for listening. And as always, stay blessed, not stressed.